Hello, my name is Jacob Schondel. I am the Webmaster and Media and Technology Committee Chair for Shepherd of the Valley, and you are listening to the ShepherdCast, the weekly podcast from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Sandyville, Ohio. Each week, we bring you our weekly sermon in audio form, as well as our weekly Bible readings. We thank you for joining us for worship, as even though you may not have been able to join us on Sunday morning, we are glad to have you with us through this podcast. Now, if you like what you hear, and you're able, and you live in the Northeast Ohio area, we invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 9.30 a.m. You can learn more about our worship experience at sotvchurch.com slash worship. In case you're curious what the readings are for this Sunday, or you would like to follow along in your Bible, we will be taking a look at the readings listed in our show notes for today's episode. Also, when we read our readings, those come out of the NRSV translation of the Bible. So, without further ado, here's this week's readings read by our lay reader, followed by the Gospel and Sermon by the Rev. Scott J. Anderson. Good morning. Good morning. The first reading is taken from Joel, chapter 2, verses 21 through 27. Do not fear, O soil, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done great things. Do not fear, you animals of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness are green. The tree bears its fruit, the fig tree and vine give their full yield. O children of Zion, be glad and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given the early rain for your vindiction. He has poured down for you abundant rain, the early and the later rain as before. The threshing floors shall be full of grain. The vats shall overflow with wine and oil. I will repay you for the years that the swarming locust has eaten. The hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army which I send against you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never again be put to shame. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I, the Lord, am your God, and there is no other and my people shall never again be put to shame. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The psalm which we will read responsively is Psalm 126. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were all like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter, and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then it was said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we rejoiced. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the water horses in the Negev. May those who sow in tears reap with shouts of joy. Those who go out weeping, bearing the seed of sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, carrying their sheep. 
The second lesson is taken from 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone, for kings and all who are in high positions, so that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and dignity. This is right and is acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who deserves everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God. There is also one mediator between God and humankind, Jesus Christ himself human, who gave himself a ransom for all. This was attested at the right time, for this I was appointed a herald and an apostle. I am telling the truth, I am not lying. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the sixth chapter, beginning at the 25th verse. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to uh, your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven... Will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying what we will eat or what we will drink or what we will wear. For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things, and indeed your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise Praise you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. And let us pray. Gracious and wonderful God, we love you, we praise you, and we give you thanks. Thank you, dear Lord, for all the blessings in this life, for all the good things the challenges, even the hardness. We ask, dear Lord, to help us to see things through your eyes, that we may give you glory and praise and above all our thanks, even when it's hard to do so. Help us in the midst of challenges and trials that we may trust in you and not rely on our own insight. We ask, dear Lord, to send your Holy Spirit upon me, that, we, that I may preach your word truthfully and faithfully. And this we pray in Jesus' name. 
darkened the sky. So much so, that's how thick these locusts were that ate up every crop, that even ate the barks of trees. And if that wasn't enough, to add insult to injury, there was a drought. Uh, so that there was just no chance whatsoever for a harvest. Not only that, but people and animals were thirsty and desiring water. Human perspective could not save them from what was happening. And the prophet reminds the people, then the Lord was zealous for the <coughs> land and had pity on his people. And things started turning around. And there was this beautiful rain. So much so that the pastures were green, animals were eating, uh, the people were no longer dying of thirst. There were foods in abundance from the harvests, and people were satisfied. It was this sense of trusting in God and giving thanks, not only for past blessings, but for the present as well. An unimaginable thanksgiving that had taken place after the tragedies that they were dealing with. And that's also kind of similar to what's going on in the psalm this morning as well. Uh, there is this already and not yet feeling uh, in the psalm. And I'll get to that in a second. Um, and so there seems to be a time in between where there's these uh, sowing tears and uh, these shouts of joy that is yet to come. And again, it is a reminder of what had taken place in the past. And again, this is, I think, a nice formula to think about. In giving thanks to God for what he has done in the past, recalling what God promises for the future, and having hope and trust in God for the future. And when we connect those two dots, we find ourselves in the present, and we find out that God indeed cares and loves so there is this moment here in the psalmist where there is this anticipation of bringing in the sheaves, so to speak, of uh, giving joy for the harvest that is to come. It is having a joy and a hope and a trust in God that God will deliver in the future. It is having that mindset of two simple words, God provides. And so that happens when we are in this already and not yet. And that's also what we find ourselves in uh, as Christians in 21st century America. There is the already that Jesus Christ has suffered and died on the cross, has risen from the dead and ascended into heaven. That already has happened. But not yet for the second coming. And so we wait in the tension between these two <clears throat> events. And God provides and loves and cares for us in the midst of those things. And again, it is recalling what God has done in the past. And 
to say the Lord has indeed done great things for us. And so when we do this, then we hear these words that are repeated in Jesus' Sermon on the Mount uh, in our Gospel text this morning. Do not worry. Because there are things in our lives that will cause us to worry and get us down. It is having that thankful heart that leads to a trust in God that helps us along the way. And Jesus, again, reminds us of what God does and how God cares for all of his creation. He points out to the birds and the lilies of the field. And God cares for them. And so why should we worry? Why should we focus on things such as uh, mammon, which in and of itself is not a bad thing, but when we desire so much of it, of the, of the needs and things of this uh, earthly existence, and we lose sight of what God provides, and we worry about the future because we don't have enough stuff, We take these words of Jesus and appropriate that into our thanksgiving. That we not only do we give thanks for what God has done for maybe me personally or for us as a collective, but rather for all of creation. It is having this thankful heart for all that God has provided. And that, indeed, that message underneath all of that, that God loves us and cares for us and provides. We also see in our epistle text an interesting thing to give thanks for. Uh, in that epistle, we uh, need to know the context. Uh, and that is, this is during uh, the occupation of Rome in the Holy Land. And the author says, pray for the Romans. Now, the Romans were not exactly kind to Christians. In fact, uh, there was an ongoing battle between the two. And again, there's a wonderful reminder of what is going on. And that is the continuation of what Jesus taught. Love our enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. It is radical words that were spoken then they are still radical words today. But yes, even give thanks for them. Wow. In conclusion, we need in our thanksgiving to see things as God sees. See how God sees his creation, how God sees his people all of his people. 
and those words uh, that ended our gospel text. To seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. After all, this is something that we pray for in the Lord's Prayer, which was also taught in the Sermon on the Mount. Thy kingdom come. When I introduce the Lord's Prayer in our worship, I will say words similar to, Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and let your kingdom come to us and this new world. This is a means of thanksgiving. To pray as the Lord taught us, to love as Jesus first loved us. It is seeking the kingdom, and not the man and not anything else. And everything else falls into place when we become kingdom seekers. On this day of thanksgiving, let us give thanks to God, for the Lord has indeed done great things for us. Let us give thanks to God for the promised future that God holds. Let us then ask for thankful hearts in the midst of our present life, whether it is good times or bad, that God will provide for us and see us through and carry us through. And to this all God's choose. Amen. Amen. You just heard a very special sermon from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church. We thank you for listening to the Shepherd Cast this week. If you are listening in the Northeast Ohio area, we invite you to join us for worship if you are able. Our services are Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. You can learn more about our worship environment at our church by visiting sotvchurch.com worship. We bring you this podcast every week because it costs nothing to spread God's word. However, if you do find it in your heart that you would like to support our church and its mission, we are a church in service. If you wish to support our podcast, we hope you will support us by supporting our outreach. Whether the Spirit moves you to volunteer with one of our outreach programs, or you choose to contribute to the church in another way. One way you can support our church is through the Amazon Smile Program where the nonprofit of your choice can receive 0.5% of the purchase price of products sold while costing you nothing extra. You can get started by going to smile.amazon.com and searching for Shepherd of the Valley Evangelical Lutheran Church. Of course, we encourage you to keep up with our church at our website at sotvchurch.com. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SOTV Sandyville. We will be back with another message next week. Tune in then. Until then, we thank you for listening, and God bless.